You're listening to the All Elite Podcast, your favorite AEW fan podcast for in-depth analysis and discussions about the number one growing brand in professional wrestling today, All Elite Wrestling. This podcast is broadcast live on YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitch on behalf of the No Holds Barred Network. The network is your source for wrestling interviews and podcast content featuring independent wrestling and AEW. Also, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. So sit back, relax, and interact in the live chat. Enjoy the show. everybody welcome back to the all elite podcast right here on the no holds bar network we are your source for all wrestling podcast content and more i am your host as always of the all elite podcast my name is kyle masters i am your canadian prince and i'm always joined by my coach tiff don't look at me like that you have nicknames too do i i roll when i say your nicknames because i'm about to list all 800 of them right now and do i it. don't i roll to each and, and, and uh, 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 no. i dare you no do it. no do it Ladies and gentlemen, right here to my, next to me, not literally, but in you in video land, right next to me is the lady of the light tubes, the queen of the indies, the EVP of giggles, the heartbreak chick. This is Tiffany. What's up? No, I am not the Canadian god. That is Sean Spears. I am the Canadian prince. Is now we actually have new merch. We got new merch on the site. Why, uh, you know, I feel like we need the the merch freak song that drops or oh, whatever. God. I, don't, I, I think I'd have to like go back to like the BTE and figure out which one it was and then have to rip it and hope they don't come down on us for copyright. Yeah, do they probably would. And Let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> well, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Ollie Podcast where myself and Tiffany talk about everything in that AEW world, whether we're covering or talking about Dark, Elevation, Dynamite, BTE, Rampage in the Future. Everything is talked about here on the podcast. We are your number one AEW fan podcast. Again, we discuss everything AEW. Hopefully, you guys are a returning listener. If you are a new listener, welcome. Welcome. We're available on video form. We're available on audio platforms, all on the No Holds Bar network. But uh, here to talk some AEW as always. But ladies and gentlemen, first things first. What? Uh, you can see it in the bottom. If you're watching the video version, you can see it. If you're not, you're listening to audio, listen in. In the bottom right corner of the layout is our wonderful sponsor. That is Manscaped. And guys, we're here. It's summer, right? Summer. A lot of sports happen this summer. The Olympics, we got Euros, baseball, major championships, concerts are all in the summer. You know what isn't in the summer, though? A what? wild, hairy bush. <laughs> Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0, which I have right over here. Look at this box. Bam! The Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body like royalty, 
Why not treat your pubes like an Olympic gold medal? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using our promo code SHAVEAEP20 at checkout. You're going to save 20%. Yes, SHAVEAP20, you're saving 20%. And on top of that, we, they got the shipping covered for you. Shipping is free when you're using I, that promo code at checkout. So go to manscaped.com. Guys, be an Olympic champion of your balls. Manscaped.com. Do it. Using code shave AEP20. Do it now. Yeah. But yes, yes, that is uh, our wonderful sponsor. We get the love, love our friends at Manscaped. And I will remember this episode to play the commercial halfway through the episode, folks. I will remember this time. Because I have it noted in my notes when to play it. <laughs> so I don't forget because I forgot to play it last week. How dare you. And I had a few people reach out to me going, why no commercial? And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll remember this week. Yes. Because I know you guys are only here for the commercial. Why else would you be here? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not to hear me and Tiff talk for an hour. <laughs> why would you want to do that? <laughs> but hey, yeah, we have our beautiful layout. We got the Fighter Fest layout now. You guys saw last week it was all Road Rager. Now for the next two weeks it's gonna be Fighter Fest layout. And then I got a fight for the fallen one being made uh, for the end of the month. Keeping it themed here. Yeah, no one likes sweaty balls. That's right. No one yeah, likes please. those. Um, Wash your ass. Hashtag in that, <laughs> for, you <know>. for April. <laughs> Nasty. Anyways, um, so yeah, big things this week. A lot of things. A lot of cool things happened this week with AEW. Not only with AEW, but Tiffany. With the podcast, we might as well just talk about it right off the bat. Um, AEP is finally reuniting in person. I think the yes. last time this happened was full gear of 2019. Yeah. And now that I guess, well, it's not really over, but it's safe enough to do so now during the, these COVID times. Me and Tiffany have officially purchased tickets to AEW Dynamite Grand Slam in Queens, New York. New York, I'm walking here. Yeah. Oh my lord, help me, God. Just help me. Just help me. I have to deal with him again. Grand Slam, <laughs> we coming for you. We I'm ready. coming. But oh, there's Conrad. Speaking of the right, I said gear. Yes. And Conrad appears from everything pro wrestling in the chat. What's going on, Conrad? Yeah. We're just saying that we're going to Arthur Ashe Stadium. I hope you are too, Conrad. I really hope you are too. No, he's actually not. He is oh, going to the Rochester one. Yeah, darn. I would have loved for him to come down. I think you should just teleport down anyway, because it's just going to be a big teleport. Party. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing nowadays. You, know, you just, take a, just take call. A fort, take a Fortnite. Risk. You either call an Uber, or you can call a teleport. You know, one or the other. Um, <laughs> you call it teleport. An Uber teleport. Hey, teleport! Yeah. Come here. Yes, Liz. I'm here for Tiffany. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyways, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to be in New York for AW Grand Slam. Got pretty nice seats. We were able to get the pre-sale code on Wednesday. Got pretty nice. What's that? Wait, that was actually, that was yesterday. What am I saying? Wednesday. Yesterday morning. Um, yes. Section 50, I believe. I think that's yeah. like right down there. So we're going to have pretty good seats. I saw... Actually, Tiff, someone actually posted a picture. It's funny because Conrad sent me a, a, a tweet yeah. mm -hmm. about someone putting what the view looks like from Section 15. He's like, where are you sitting? I'm like, right there. <laughs> you showed me. You showed me. <laughs> like yeah. that section right there. And I looked. I'm like, damn, we're going to have good ass seats. Yeah. 
So if you guys are in New York and you're going to AW Grand Slam, hit us up on the Twitter. Yes, let's meet up. Let's do some picks. Let's get a drink. Yeah, we're definitely going to go to a bar nearby. I don't know what's near there, so I don't know what's going Nothing. on. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing's near there. I guess we'll have to have a drink we'll figure, inside the we'll stadium. We'll something out. We'll There's probably bars yeah. all inside the stadium, so we'll just do that. <laughs> we'll catch a catch a Mets game before because right next to it, gonna go and go to see the Mets there, Tiffany. I'm actually gonna go see go the Mets before my birthday <laughs> next month. I'm excited, but Killer Eyes and Tiff looking fire as always. You two, uh, you two, Kyle, I guess. <laughs> I never look fire. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Pass over what you're smoking. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I was supposed to be at that Rochester show. That's kind of that's what kind of sucks with me and Conrad that. We actually were supposed to be at that show, and no. I had to cancel it because I'm going literally on vacation the week after. So, like, I'm getting, I'm having a mini vacation, and then I come back the Monday and have my actual vacation where I go into northern Canada and hide from everybody for a week. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah I that. Yeah, I do that. I get away <laughs> I never, from I everything. lose him for a week. I'm yeah. like, where's Kyle? It's like, where's Waldo? Where's Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, other than that, AW has been crazy this week. There's a few things we're going to talk about. Uh, one I want to talk about right off the bat that I actually played not too long ago for like the last couple of hours. I've been playing the new AEW GM mobile game um, that Aubrey Edwards released. And holy crap, it's so much fun. I couldn't yeah. put it down. I like I'd, I like almost burnt my dinner because I was playing it. And Damn. I was like addicted to it because I was going through all the tutorials. And like you see like Excalibur, Tony Siobhan, Alex Marvez. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. If you guys... Uh, don't are not into mobile games. So I highly suggest you download this and play it because it's really fun. Um, I'm really into it. It's really cool. It's really arcade style. Um, so it's 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 like an arcade style mobile game. So if you're not used to that, be prepared. I guess I don't know, but it's really really cool. It's really fun. So that's uh, cool. That they're putting out a bunch of games. Oh, it's so much. I can't I can't wait for the console game. That's the big thing. I can't wait for that console game. Yeah. Um, but as for other AEW stuff, um. Trent did go through successful neck surgery. Yeah. Um, so crazy. I'm happy about that. He posted the picture yeah. with, the, with his neck, with the x-ray. That's pretty cool. Yeah, with those, like, the, the, the screws in there. And there's that one, like, his selfie where he's just, like, he's got, like, a <laughs> just, like, a blank stare. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, hot. Doc Samson re- released the, the x-ray photos. And um, he put good to go. But word has not been provided yet on when exactly Trent will be, his in-ring return will be. Um, he last competed on Dynamite on the April 21st episode, and that's where he uh, lost the Penta and injured himself. So um, hopefully he does uh, have a, a, a successful uh, recovery process. You know, all thoughts and prayers are with uh, Trent on his recovery road that starts now. Yeah. So uh, Brad brought see. up the, the ratings this week. They were huge. They were over they a were. million. We are going to awesome. get to that. Yeah, we are going to get to that because there's a specific rating that actually I was very impressed with. Um, apparently, so this is news out of today. Cody Rhodes is likely to miss several upcoming weeks of AEW television. Um, it's interesting to go big <laughs> is because the go big show is back for another season. The last time the show was shot, they had quarantine in a form of strict bubble due to the pandemic shooting might not be as strict this time around, but the roads, but Cody Rhodes is likely to miss, uh, some work. Uh, Meltzer stated that Rhodes is likely to miss several weeks of AW tapings. So this could be so he can be the judge in the next season of the reality game show competition. Sadly, Cody won't be, have Snoop Dogg to hang around this time around. As originally reported on Deadline, Snoop has been replaced by DJ Khaled on oh, the wow. next season. So it's a 10 episode season. So 
uh, that's going to be start filming in August. So I imagine I'm either thinking that he's either going to face Alistair Black at Fight for the Fallen, or it's going to be booked for All Out, and he'll be back by All Out, and they're going to face then. So I'm interested to see because it looks like they they went full head of steam this week with this whole Cody and uh, Malachi. Hi, I'm waving at you too, Tiff. Hi. No. <laughs> Hi, Cody. Um, Hi, Cody. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, how's it going? Matthew Caraballo in the Facebook chat. He says, hello. Hello. Um, Buddy Murphy. Everyone knows who Buddy Murphy is. Yep. Right. He's got his first post WWE match. And you're wondering why. Kai, what are you talking about Buddy Murphy for? He's a post, you know, former WWE guy. That's because he's facing an AW star in his first post WWE match. At this event on September 18th in Philadelphia at the 2300 which is the ECW That's arena. He's going to be facing Brian Cage. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's going to be a good match. So for those going to, to that. that, damn, man. <laughs> One day I'll get to that building. That's the it's dream. It's called the battleground. building for me. Yeah. I need to get there. I have to take that infamous picture that everybody takes at the building. So there you go. So that'll be a good match. I, I I can't wait to see footage on that. There's a whole bunch of AEW guys also going to uh, Northeast Wrestling too on August 14th, my birthday. That's how I know. Oh, Party's gonna be there. Darby Allen's gonna be there. Cody's mm-hmm. gonna be there. Uh, I forgot who else was gonna be there, but there was I think Ty Conti's gonna be there. I yeah, I think I've seen that poster. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of that's my birthday. So I still left my birthday open to decide what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so when I was talking about that, then New York show, apparently, according to the report, tickets for that pre-sale sold fairly well. Yeah. Um, so. so That's during because we're yearning for damn wrestling here in New York. That's what it is. So like. 8,000 tickets were sold yesterday for that event. Yeah. And the I venue is it. set to hold 16,500. So it can hold up to 19,000 if needed. So they basically almost sold half the tickets. Um, so that's crazy. Um, that's nuts. Uh, and I do have an update on Miro's, but if anyone's seen the updated picture from the belt designer on Twitter, the new eight, the new TNT belt, a redesigned it. And I, they, Dead. so it would no. this was redesigned for Miro specifically. Oh, okay. So this is just say. a Miro belt. So it's a white strap and where the red used to be, it's green. And it's a different okay. side plate. So okay. uh, Miro, he unveiled the new TNT championship to the world last night. Um, the color design has changed a mix of white, green, and red, which are the colors of the flag of Bulgaria. History is now history has now seen Cody Rhodes, Darby Allen, and Miro all have their own spin on the color design of the TNT championship. Um, it's a, it's akin to the WWE Winged Eagle Championship back in the day when the champion would change the strap color to their color to the title. So, um, Miro's newly designed AEW TNT belt was created by Belts by Dan, who is the guy on Twitter. Um, he's created countless wrestling championships for different wrestling companies over the year. This morning, Dan or yesterday morning, Dan revealed uh, information regarding Miro's championship uh, stacked plates, dual plating. It has dual plating now, which everyone's been calling for. Uh, this is a hand drum hand. I can't even say that. I'm not even going to attempt to read that, uh, <laughs> and cut out sidebars. So that's pretty sidebar. cool. So yeah, the, the red, green, and white is, uh, a tribute to the Bulgarian flag. So that's why it's different colors. All right. 
then that makes sense because I was gonna say like we're getting another one already. Like, so I'm heck? wondering if that's what they're gonna be doing with the TNT belt. Whoever wins it, I it mean, gets, that's kind of cool. It gets designed into whatever like their color is. So I or have like their own spin on it. So that's pretty cool. I I I, I would dig that. So, um, whatever. Mir still a sweet champion. But anyways, um, I'm gonna move on here. I didn't catch. I was supposed to watch Dark today, and I did not. Um, uh, I did not. Can we talk about RSP. RSP Who? was on Dark. Ricochet Page. Okay. Oh my God! Like Kyle. Ricochet Page. Okay, yeah, explain because I think half the people don't know who that is. <laughs> okay, Ricochet Page is part of 440H in the okay. Indies. He's one of the biggest freaking heels that is like all over the place. Big, like Kyle, like heels wish for this fucking heat. Okay, Ricochet Page. Okay. Now, a couple weeks ago, I was at H2O, and if you guys saw the clip, I was doing a whole thing saying how that I was trying to get an interview with him because he doesn't do podcasts and he doesn't like talking to anybody. And I tried to get the interview and I walked over to him and he made a face and he walked away from me. Oh, he made me. a face. He was like, he made a face. <laughs> and then he retweeted it and said, I don't do podcasts. Oh, so oh. I was stoked. I mean, I'm going to see him this weekend at H2O. He's the H2O champion over there. Uh, so I was really excited at, against Dante and like, they actually gave like a fair amount of time, like with it, but in reality, like, let's be real here. Ricochet page, but it clobbered him, <laughs> but, but not only that, let's talk about Yuta because they freaking love Yuta. Besides I could sit here mm-hmm. and talk for like a fucking hour. See, I didn't know he was a Yuta. protege of the best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, this guy. I've been watching for a while now. Like, I need to make Kyle watch a couple of matches of, like, Yuta. I've seen him in person. He's got the gorgeous bridge. He's got the best bridge, Kyle. Hands down. Best bridge. Tiff knows her bridges, folks. If you guys don't know, Tiff, she's all about the bridges. Gego was all the bridge. But Yuta, how he puts on this bridge, it's serious stuff. So they really like him because now that he just, like, debuted on Dynamite last night is is huge i have a feeling they're gonna end up signing him he is the iwtv champion right now so makes me wonder because i'm going to a show next month and he's supposed to defend it on the 100 episodes so i'm wondering if that's still gonna happen if he's gonna be uh maybe like a replacement until trent gets back that could be something i was thinking that too but they really like him mm-hmm. he's good he is all he is good yeah. Between his intergender matches and his regular match, like he's good. I killed him. Well, I'm sure there was a reason why he appeared on all three. He didn't. Wasn't he on Elevation too? Wasn't he on Elevation? Yeah, Dark he was on Elevation. Dynamite? They were talking, and then even the fact that Sammy even kind of gave him the thumbs up last night. So there are a lot of promise with Yuta, and I think he'd be very well in AEW. Okay. With all the matches that he could have, he's such a technical guy. He's so good. Okay. So I was excited. So. That's what I caught of uh, Dark this week because I had to support my indies. Yeah. And when I start seeing people that I know, I make sure I tune into those matches. I mean, no one's seen it yet, but I did see some clips of Thunder Rosa from Dark that yeah. was being taped last night. And yeah. she got like a massive reaction. So I can't wait to watch Dark next week from this week. Um, but other than that. Um, oh, wait. Cupid Girl, she goes, is is he MJF good? Girl, let me tell you about Ricky Shade <laughs> Page. Okay. He is way over. Wait, what's his MJF. name? Yes, Ricky. Sh- it's RSP. Okay. Ricochet Page. All <laughs> Ricochet right? Page. Like, it sounds like you're saying Ricochet he, Page. 
Rick, Ricochet, Ricky Shane Page. Okay. <laughs> like Cupid, go look him up. I'm telling you the heat that he gets. Just watch H2O alone. Like, like just watch Death Aversary. That was just on IWTV. I was there. There's stuff I did in the backstage. That that's where he walked away from me. So go back on the indie talks episode for Death Aversary. So you'll watch Ricky Shane Page like giving like me crap, pretty much walking away. But he's good. We could always use another page. Oh, so good. Could always use another page. You know, we got <laughs> Ethan. We got Hangman. Now we can have Ricky Shay or Ricky Shane. Sorry. And, and, we can uh, have all the pages and cages in a match, yeah. and it's just going to be. And he'll be nuts. on JCW next week too with our girl Billy Starks. So who's been on the podcast as well? So you can watch that free on YouTube next next Saturday. So all right, I'll be there. Anyway, let's move on. Sorry, <laughs> I said talk, I could talk about it for a while. Like we're going to talk about Dynamite. Last yeah, night Dynamite. was uh, Fighter Fest Night Uno. Um, man, last night's episode was really good and i was saying this to a couple of my friends i was feeling extremely hype from i don't remember the last time where i sat down and watched a show and i was left hype after every match every segment from start to finish right like aw's had really good shows before but i think they knocked it way out of the park with this one and the rating showed that because they scored a so a 1.025 and the most important part here so I, I don't, we don't we're not the podcast to throw shots here, but they beat Monday Night Raw this week in the eighteen to forty nine demographic. Yeah. That is insane. So oh my god, you can neighbors are doing a lot more right now, right now, you guys. It's freaking seven twenty six. Y'all doing the lawnmower out there? Unbelievable. I, You're good. I can I hear it. I don't hear That's it. why. I, <laughs> and it's bugging me. I'm like, you're, you're, you're picking now. You've had all day and you pick, you pick now to do the lawnmower at 726 at night. Who does that? You know, it's seven o'clock and you're done making dinner. And you, you throw shit in the dishwasher. You know what? Now's a good time as ever to do the lawn. Fuck out of here, man. You can't wait till another day. <laughs> Anyway, sorry for the rampage, guys. But uh, uh, let me just say this about Dynamite last night. It was funny because I, when I, as I was watching, I was like, "There's a lot of segments and less wrestling on this last night," and it was funny because it's like I wanted to watch more wrestling, but everything that we got as a whole, like built, like was completely building storylines last night. That's like really what I got off the episode. We had six more matches of- though. I know, but it was, but when you watch it like the first hour, it was like really like only like two matches. It was a lot more of promos and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, give me more wrestling. But like I said, at the end of the day, like each story, like each, you know, person, whatever, he was building the story last night. So I'm good with that. Um, But I just, I just felt like I had to like bring that up because that's how I felt about last night's episode. But oof. (laughs) I I can't tell if that's a, a good thing or a bad no, thing? No, it's no. It was like, like I said originally. I was just like, damn, I want more wrestling. But at the same time, too, they did such a great job of building to what's coming up for the next couple of weeks. And nothing. I, I, I was trying to like do my notes last night, and I couldn't, I couldn't overanalyze because I was just too hyped because everything was happening. Yeah. I was getting like, I'm like, okay, I, I had after the, the segment was done, I had yeah. to like. Hope for a commercial so I can like digress because like I was just on the edge of my seat all oh. fucking night last night. 
You know what we forgot to talk about? The what? fact that I officially joined the Dark Order. Oh, yeah. I forgot to bring that I, up. Yeah. Me and Kyle were talking about this the other day, and I forgot about it. I officially joined the Dark Order because I was at NFW this weekend, and Five was there wrestling against Vinny Pacifico, and it got, like, quiet, and he was in the ring in the corner, and I'm like, can I join the Dark Order? And he's <laughs> like, yes. And I'm like, and then there's a tweet about it, too, and he actually, like, I put it, I was like, oh, I asked if I could join the Dark Order. Order, and people were like, well, what did he say? And he retweeted. He was like, I said, yes. So I'm officially part of the Dark Order. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Tiff's joined the Dark Order officially. So we're going to have to get you, gonna, gonna have to get you dressed that like that for when, New York. When it's on YouTube this Saturday, I'll find, I mean, I won't be able to click it Saturday, but I'm sure somebody will tag me in it. But I will make sure that I clip it for you guys so you guys can see that I joined the Dark Order. <laughs> you need to dress in dark order merch all merch at the new york show and you we need to get you a sign that says recruited by five yeah <laughs> um but that's pretty cool in the chat there kilroy saying my oldest son watched with me last night and uh -huh. he never watched before he said christian and matt hardy was his favorite match Aww, that's pretty cool i love that i love that yeah bonding i love it, it it's awesome because I, I hear more and more just more people who like either never watched wrestling before and is watching it for the first time and loving it or people who used to watch wrestling and stopped and now have said like AEW's reignited their love for professional wrestling again. That's why I love to hear that. That's why me and Tiff do this thing for yeah. AEW. Tiffany could easily just do her indie shit and she'd be fine on her own be doing that. I could be just doing my gaming stuff and doing my wrestling game and I could be fine just doing that. But we come out here to do AEP while Tiff waves at the camera and gets unblurred all the time. Um, we come on here because <laughs> we love AW and it, it is literally truly an amazing thing and we love doing a podcast about it. So and we hope that you guys love it too. I mean <laughs> you guys keep showing up, so I hope you guys love it. Um But anyways, um this is Cuba Girl saying what's what's funny is that last time Tiff didn't want to be in the dark order because of the creepers. Oh yeah, I remember that when, when AW <laughs> first started. <laughs> They got rid of the creepers though. They they, oh, yeah, they, they fired got rid their of the asses. Creepers. Yeah, they got rid of the creepers. <laughs> uh, I want to hang out with John Silver. And, like... I'm glad too. It was kind of lame. <laughs> I didn't. I really wasn't a fan of the creepers. I just liked making fun of them because of you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah AW last fun. night, fantastic. They had a, a, a sweet opening. They opened up perfectly, and like the crowd was hot. And last night, man, Texas, they were on fire. And, yeah. like, they opened up, but, like, when, when Justin Roberts said, like, the following contest for the IWGP and the crowd just went nuts, and Moxley comes out, and they went absolutely, like, man, Moxley's reaction. This guy is literally the best, like, he's got to be the, he is the top star in the damn world right now, John Moxley, and he's literally the face of this company. What a reaction. I know, and he's got a head shave now. I mean, he's. You got to do what you got to do, I guess, man. He's, he's joining the, the ball club here. He's he, Come on. Hey, Conrad in the chat knows about it. Come on, Conrad. He's, he's got to join our club, bud. One of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Moxley hitting the Rainmaker was one thing that I caught at the end there. Do you see that? Yeah. And I was like, mm, yeah. mm, 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 what? What are you doing? Why'd you hit the Rainmaker? You throwing shots? Are you gonna, are gonna you throwing shots. Me? Is, is is Okada gonna show? I bet you, at that freaking oh, New Japan uh, show, at that New Japan show, at the call, like the, he's defending his IWGP Heavyweight Title. What if Okada comes out after and challenges what? and challenges Moxley? 
I love that uh, we had like New Japan rules for this. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Funny count. Yeah. Yeah, and I they like are doing that, a lot of honored. You know, like yeah. the respect. They're doing a lot of things that were it was New Japan esque too. Um, but next week is the big thing. So like, they had Lance Archer cut a promo after this, and yeah. he brought up like a year. You know, it was a year ago that like Moxley took the belt away from the IWGP belt away from Lance Archer and he wants a rematch and you know what since it was a Texas death match last time let's make it a Texas death match this time in AEW um so yeah uh next week for the IWGP so two weeks in a row Moxley's gonna face Carl Anderson now he's gonna face Lance Archer in a Texas death match us um like tubes (laughs) this one's a little tough because this is instead of light tubes, you're getting whacked to it. I weirdly can see though Archer winning. No, no way. I don't know. No way. What else is Archer doing right now on AW TV? No way. He could win it and then go over to New Japan and do some stuff. Tiff, you got to remember, there's just they, they this is not just contracted to AW. People can go that. and do other things. Not happening. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold it, and when it happens next week, what are you gonna do? If nothing. it happens next week, what are you gonna come out here and say? Nothing. It's what do not you mean happening. nothing? You're saying you're going nothing? No, 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 not happening. Not happening. I agree with Brad in chat. He thinks that Moxley will uh, defend it at All Out. It's gonna be a big all show. All Out. Yeah, that oh. he he dropped. Maybe he'll drop that belt. Maybe uh, you know, boy comes out. They defends it there. Imagine like an open challenge. I wonder. Like, imagine like Jay White comes out or something like that. Mm. Something crazy. I just the, the forbidden door now is going to be opening even more now, and this is insane that the IWGP belt is being defended two weeks in a row. I don't think we've ever seen it defended two weeks in a row before on AEW TV. So this is uh, this is good. It's great sign. because you ha- you have people that you know are associated as believable with the whole New Japan that would go back over there. So why not defend it here? I like why it. Why not? I'm just saying that this is something, this is new. Like this is, I know he's <laughs> loading, the, I know Tony Khan's loading the shows, but this has got to mean something. If they haven't defended it twice in the show before, now they're all of a sudden defending it two weeks in a row. Something, it's got to mean something <laughs> here. Keep it girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Andrade was backstage. This was interesting. They just popped oh, the crowd and it popped me. So yeah. Like, uh, he pulls out, like, the iPad and, and has the Death Triangle logo on it. He goes, where is it? I'm looking for them. And I'm like, oh, okay. But it wasn't clear. I'm wondering, is he looking for them because he wants to, like, face Pac or or Penta or Ray Phoenix? Or does he want to, like, talk to them right. about maybe joining the faction of Death Triangle? If they added Andrade, holy shit. Man. Um, I saw someone theor- theorize that. Andrade's going to look to, to kick Pac out and take over yes. the Death Triangle. And it'd be Andrade with Penta and Ray Phoenix. Holy moly. Just think of the matches that we could get with him. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah. That'd be dope. With it. I, okay. In the chat, uh, April, if if that ever happened, you might... I might get legit... You'll get, you'll get legit man tears coming out of my eyes if that ever happened. So Yeah. Um. And that she's talking about, and the audio listener, she's talking about Coda showing up to complete the story with Kenny. I know the story is going to be completed with those two. It's going to happen, but when that happens, I won't be prepared. Um, yeah. We'll <laughs> uh, send you a box of tissues. Yeah, please. 
Ricky Starks and Brian Cage face okay, each wait. other. For, Before oh. you even go into this, because I was I so didn't even say FTW championship yet. You didn't even need to because <laughs> I was so damn distracted by freaking Ricky Starks like gear because I couldn't figure out if I liked it or if I didn't like it. But I felt like I had a <laughs> pair of them myself for me. Oh, like, I wasn't even paying attention to that. <laughs> I don't even remember what he wore, to be honest. I was so I couldn't focus on it. You can ask April. April's in chat because I kept talking about this with her, and I kept talking about it with Metal last night. And I'm like, I can't decide. Like I was so fixated on its gear because I couldn't decide if I liked it or not. <laughs> oh, and that's right. Uh, I forgot. Cuba girl in chat. He said he did say he had an announcement about the Forbidden Door. Yeah. And he we remember he was dressed kind of like Naito last week. So I don't know if right. Naito has. I don't know if the. I can't say their faction name. You guys know Naito's faction. I don't know if this has something to do with that. That'd be pretty cool. Like maybe like Andrade, like fancy book here. If he like called out the death triangle and like, you know, Naito's group shows up out of nowhere to back up Andrade. <laughs> that would be pretty dope. <laughs> that would be insane. Um, yeah, I'm just going to call him with Brett's L.I.J. Um but yeah, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, FTW Championship, unreal match. This is an unreal, unreal match. Crowd was so behind Ricky. Ricky getting that hometown love. Um, he's gonna be an absolute star one day. Like, and I was shocked. I honestly sat here and thought, damn, how is he recovered this quick? And damn, he had a full out match with Brian Cage. So damn, man, he he recovered well, very, very well. Good for him. Um, I like the whole ending where Hobbs kind of faked. Yeah getting pissed at him and that was kind of like the distraction when the referee was distracted he hit cage with the uh, the belt starks won the ftw belt crowd went nuts and then they left cage behind yeah. they left them behind so i i mean this has got to be that's it and then cage was talking about this is this was going to be like the re-debut of brian cage so I'm, I'm almost certain this means he's out of team taz like he's done so stay tuned We'll see. We shall see. Uh, well, this was a pretty cool segment. I really popped for this. So Cody just comes out of nowhere. He's like running, like <laughs> panting back and forth. Twenty minute entrance. I was going like, "What the hell's going on here?" Was he like what, running around? And he grabs the the commentary mic and he's yelling at Malachi. Then he grabs the actual mic, um, goes over the ring. He begs Malachi to get to the ring. You know, saying like, "This is fighter, so let's get this going. Let's fight." And then the lights go out. So, Alistair, Alistair Black, I, I'm going to make that mistake for a while now. So, when Malachi Black cuts this promo, I didn't catch it. I had to go on Twitter and find out because I heard when I heard the promo, I'm like, why does this promo sound so familiar? Like, I, I'm like, why? And, like, and then Cody, like, got triggered by it. It's because Cody cut, like, a similar promo with, like, almost the same words on Dustin Rhodes before the first double or nothing. And I'm like, oh, See, look at this shit. This is what we can expect out of Malachi Black. He's going to be given full creative freedom. And this guy is a beast when he creates his own character and shit like this. And I was like, damn. And then, like, Cody's, like, begging him to come to the ring. He's like, I was hoping you'd say that. And lights go out and he appears in the ring. I'm like, that was so awesome. holy fucking shit. I was losing my head. I was going nuts. And then Cody is on all white and Aleister Black is dressed in all black. Like, the little subtle little things they were doing. Amazing. I'm like, this is definitely what Cody needed, though. He was, like, yeah. in a rut with the whole QT yeah. Marshall thing. Was He was literally going nowhere. Um, this was so cool. So, so, so cool. And I cannot wait. Even though QT wasted coffee later oh, yeah. 
down in the segment and I was pissed. Like, why you waste coffee? Was that coffee? Why you waste coffee? I thought it was like protein, like protein drink. No, that was because it was in a shaker cup. So that's what I guessed. (laughs) It was in those like those, you know, when you put the protein in the shaker cups after the gym and rude. Have your little protein (laughs) shake. But yeah, this is definitely what Cody needed. I was pumped and I'm so excited for Malachi Black. Um, I heard his theme song, which is pretty cool. Um, if you guys YouTube his theme song, he, he was actually on a podcast and he played the the song for them. It's it's pretty hardcore. Um, it's more hardcore than his than his WWE theme, but I think it suits him just well, especially the beginning of it. I can't wait till we see the full on entrance of Malachi Black with the. Yeah. With the effects, I guarantee he comes out of the same ramp that Cody Rhodes comes out of. I'm oh calling it right now. I don't think he comes out of a tunnel. He's not a tunnel entrance kind of guy. I have a feeling like because the the Derby entrance was so cool and unique, they're gonna try to do something not similar, but you know what I mean. It's gonna be he's like gonna come out of the ground kind of thing. It's gonna be something cool, and I can't wait till they do that. Um, but uh, before we have a commercial break here, we're gonna talk about Hangman's uh, in ring segment because this was so cool. So, when Hangman came out, big, big ovation. His, his match card thing, or his nameplate says, feeling weird. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> feeling weird. Um, but he's pumped. Uh, he wants to challenge for the world title. He's like, you know, Dark Order's right. I want to oh. cha- challenge for the world title. I'm like, it's about fucking time. Um, and he wants to do it tonight. But then Don Callis got I mean, the The way they did this promo was so well done and it was so perfectly timed to the way Hangman talked about wanting the match and Don Callis cutting him off and getting that natural heat. Mm-hmm. This was so good. And they kept saying like he's not the guy and then your boy Matt is like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm going to go tell it to his face." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." He gets in the ring. He talks about like Hangman abandoning them. Uh Matt, you know, cuts a pretty deep promo on him, calls him the next wrestling tragedy, and I'm like, "Holy shit." Right. Like, they nailed this fucking promo. And then Hangman started attacking Matt. Then Kenny was ready to hit Hangman. Then Dark Order came for the save. And then the promo continued. And I was like, okay. Uh, Hangman says he wants a match. Kenny says, you you know, I'll accept your match. But first, we have to have our match. And that's me and my boys. And you're on your boys. Five on five elimination match. Elite versus Dark Order. Love it. And Hangman says, you know what? If we win... Dark Order gets a tag team title match. I feel like this is where this is going to that build that that, that's when the belts are going to change. And I really didn't think that like, but Mm -hmm. like the storyline, the way that it's going, it really seems like imagine like, but how huge would that be for the young bucks to drop it to Dark Order though? That's interesting. I'm, but I didn't think about this. Are this they wasn't gonna, even a contender. But if they me. do, is it going to be Freebird style? Or what two you pick? Is it Grayson and Uno naturally because they were a tag team to start it? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. it's Or is it going to... Like, is, is Johnny like Hunky going to be, be ready better. to go? Like, I would... Oh, me, like, imagine, like, Silver and Reynolds, like, take that, which would be huge. Yeah. And that, that's the way to, like, build it. Because I've been saying for weeks on this podcast, I'm like... Ortiz and Santana need to take this, or too many, uh, it's not a problem. They have too many good teams. That you know what I mean. No, they have too many good teams is. that deserve the belt. 
So that right. I mean that's not a problem. That's a great thing. That that means like you have you have a stacked division that so many teams deserve the belt right. right now or could use the belt right now. It's it's insane. But I feel like this would just elevate it even more because I feel like it wasn't even like a contender in our heads. Like not saying that they're, you know, not good teams like what we're saying. They are a good team, but I feel like that they weren't even considered a contender to take the belt that we're automatically thinking Ortiz and Santana mm. or, you know, like so. But the like again, like I said, the way that it seems like it's been going, and we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks of our build to all out, and I feel like that's what's gonna happen, and I really think that that's where the story is going at all out. Like I think we're gonna get a bunch of belt changes. Yeah, this is interesting because as the promo went on, Kenny accepted it, but he's like, right. if they lose, they lose their like if we if they if we lose this five on five, like if you guys lose this five on five, they lose their tag team title shot, and you lose your world title shot. Right. So, I'm very interested to see when this goes down. I th- I don't know if this is going to be at next week or is it going to be a fight for the fallen, oh, I'm assuming. Yeah. Look look what Conrad just said in the chat. He goes, Santana and Ortiz win at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Bookmark. Oh, man. We're going to be there. Yo, New York will <laughs> pop so yeah. loud. Us New Yorkers, we loud, okay? Yeah. So, so listen, that'll be interesting. I'll be for that, too. At all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of going on this train right now. I'm kind of thinking Dark Order all okay. out with Hangman Page. That's how I feel like it's going. So, but go ahead. Let's let's move on. So the world, well, the world title has to be defended. It's almost now most likely confirmed. It's going to be defended at, um, sorry, at All Out. Yeah. And I've been sitting here trying to wonder wh- if it's at all out, this is interesting because I think with the rumor right now of who AEW has in the back pocket ready to sign, I think they'd be, they'd be pushed towards a Kenny Omega right away. But I don't know if that's a belted Kenny Omega and that's a, or a non-belted Kenny Omega. And I'm referring to one Brian Danielson because the rumors have heated up. A lot in the next week. Sorry, this past week, the rumors have heated up a lot of Brian Danielson going to AW. And if that is the case, man, that's a. We've heard a lot of good pops in the last couple of weeks, AW. But as soon as Daniel Bryan shows up, the arena is going to lose their effing minds and will not stop cheering. (laughs) The yes chants are going to be absolutely deafening. Um, So we'll see what happens with that. But uh, before we get anywhere else, guys. I have to, I remembered, I marked it right here. We're going to get to our sponsored commercial. It's what you guys all come here for. It is the Manscaped commercial done by Ron Dusty Rhodes, baby. Let's get to it. For Kyle, today's special product, Manscaped. Are you looking like a Sasquatch around your crotch? Well, don't just take it from us. Take it from WWE Hall of Famer, Dusty Rhodes. Listen, daddy. If the dream knows about anything, it is manscaping. I used to cruise down the boulevard with Sapphire with my balls looking like a Thanksgiving Day turkey, baby. They were so smooth and nice, and I did it by using the lawnmower 3.0, daddy. And the best thing about it, moisture-resistant, waterproof, daddy. I'm talking about my nuts used to look like a water slide, baby. Not anymore because the hair is gone. It looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin's head. It is so nice, baby. Don't leave your downstairs looking dusty. Take it from the dream. Nothing means nothing without Manscaped's brother, yeah. And now, a song. 
from the Jobbers. And again, save 20% and free shipping at checkout, everybody, by using the code SHAVEAEP20 at checkout at manscaped.com. But uh, I'm going to continue on here with the uh, uh, Dynamite Fighter Fest review. Uh, Christian versus or Christian Cage versus Matt Hardy. 23 years in the making match. Uh, if you guys didn't see, they had like a five-minute promo put on uh, Twitter before AW started, and it was so good. It got me hyped. They went through the whole history. They had like very old clips of like them two like on the road before WWE and getting and like in the indie days, and oh, it was so good. Like I love the promo teams for AW, and it got me hype. And this was such a great match for the fact alone. That the in-ring storytelling for this match was on point, and they killed it. Both of them absolutely killed this match. And there was a few times that like there the near falls at the end got me because there's a few of them where I'm like, okay, this is definitely gonna be it, right? Like, this is you know, this is not really like I, yeah. I'm like, this this just makes sense for the ending, and they did it, and then Christian eventually hit the kill switch, and wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a match. Yeah. So uh good for those two guys. I don't know where Christian goes from here. Not really sure what's going on with Matt Hardy after this, but uh, we shall see in the upcoming weeks. Um, Can you talk about your boy, Sean Spears, hitting yeah. Jericho with the chair? Sean Spears hit Jericho in the chair in the in in the uh, in the throat area, and uh, MJF revealed that it's going to be a uh, Sean Spears is going to be the the first trial, the Jer- the trials of Jericho, whatever they're calling it. Jericho's got to go through like the five things, and uh, I can't—I don't know how I'm blanking on the name, but uh, he's going to face Sean Spears next week. And the stipulation is that Sean Spears, being the chairman, can use a chair, but but, but Jericho cannot. So I love that. That is a excellent concept. <laughs> your your boy is such a jobber. What do you mean, such a jobber? He's going down next week. He's always going down. Well, anybody like, that's going to face that means anyone that faces Jericho in the next couple of weeks is instantly a jobber. Then, well, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't call him a jobber. That's that's a little that's a little hard. Short Spears is a jobber. No, not even close. We're going to move on now. Uh, so Miro, he debuted the new TNT belt again. Like I said earlier in the show, white strap, green and red. Uh, very again, it's reminiscent of the Bulgarian flag. Um, 
See, even Diva Diva says it too. He's a jobber, Kyle. Just he is not a it. jobber. Leave just my boy alone. It. Leave just my fucking it. boy alone, man. It's okay. Just because he's from Canada. Leave I mean, my fucking boy alone. Husband. I know that's your your number one husband. I get it. It's okay. Kyle. I've known him since he was in his little his it's younger twenties, okay, man. Kyle. Leave him alone. It's okay. <laughs> God damn it, I'm getting his tattoo soon, all right? Fuck sakes. <laughs> it's going to go right here. It's going to be that Maple Leaf. His Maple Leaf logo is going right here. Look, I love him, okay? And I'm going to show what? him when I meet him and be like, look, look what I did for you. Just accept. Oh, my God. I so want to be there for that when you, like, see him and be like, look for you, number one husband. Okay, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to go like, <laughs> You so are. You're such a liar. No, I'm going to cry when Abaddon's there, and I'm going to book it the other way. <laughs> and then and then when I'm with you, when you go talk to him, I'm going to be like, he really wants to meet Abaddon, like, so bad. Like, he loves no. her. Like, he has to meet her. <laughs> You're losing your mind. Anywho. Rehu. I wonder if there's going to be meet and I greets. I know he loves his shorts. I wonder if there's going to be meet and greets at uh, Arthur Ashe. Uh, I'm sure Grand there Slam. will be. I'm sure. And, and I'm telling you right now, if Abaddon is there, we are so meeting her and I'm making footage for the network. So <laughs> oh, we'll see. No, 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 no. Hold the phone. You agreed. Oh, no. To my signature oh, no. thing. Okay? No, 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 so. no, no, no. that? That TikTok song. <laughs> um, oh my God, we. <laughs> that we got we. We. I've seen that in so long. Um, but anyways, anywho, Rihu, Britt Baker had an in-ring promo. Okay, so Baker literally had thirty seconds on her promo and fucking killed it. This was like, man, she's just, you know, like you know, like like uh, uh, oh, what's the guy from uh Zoolander? Oh. Uh um. Damn it. <laughs> it's not I wanted to say Magneto. I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh man. That guy, you know what I'm talking about. Will Farrell's character, anyways. And he's like, oh, Hansel's so hot right now. We have that the baker is so hot right now. Dude, anything she touches. She grabs a mic, cuts a promo, instantly, like, bam. It's hot. it's hot. This was so good. And like <laughs> this was a little weird. So like Mugatu, that's it. Thank you, Brad. Mugatu. God damn it. I can't believe I forgot that. Um, but, like, after, like, Britt cut the promo, they, like, cut to, like, Nyla Rose and Vicky talking. Yeah. But the crowd was so hot and loud for Britt, it, like, drowned both of them out. And I'm like, Good. oh, my God, this is too perfect. Good. Like, poor them, because, like, they couldn't, like, they were trying hard to cut their promo. But, like, yeah. the crowd was so loud that it cut, it, it just, it, it cut right over them. And, man, yeah. Britt's just going to be Brit, that, yeah. that, 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 you know, that champion that's going to be, going to be a bitch, but also be, you know, it's gonna be a fan favorite because there's no yeah. way there's no oh. way she can be a heel. She's gonna get a cheered reaction no matter what. Now it's it's done. Yeah, I love it. I was um, thinking the same thing too. I was like, damn. I was like, she's a heel, but everybody fucking loves her. It's great. Like she can sit there and make fun of the crowd, and it, it's it's gotten to the point now where they're gonna accept it. Yeah. Like she can call them idiots, and then they'll chant, "We are idiots." Like it's gonna it's it's at that point. Um. So, anyways, uh. I think the only way that they would ever get like real heat is if like there was a hometown hero yeah. that she came out and just absolutely demolished like either in a promo or in a, in a match. I think that's the only way she's going to get like real heat, I think, or some kind of heat. Um, but anyways, uh, Sammy G faced your boy, Yuta. Yes. Um, 
This is a great match. This is a really oh good God. match. This is Yuta's dynamite so debut. Was that the first time you saw Yuta? So I was supposed to watch him on Dark and Elevation. I, I know, and I didn't I know watch that. It. I know because I, I, I told you you need to watch him, but like this was the first time that you actually watched him, right? Yeah. What did you think? I thought he was good. He kept up with opinion. Sammy. Yeah. Um, it's tough because Sammy is just. It, but Yuta like, and it's funny because it's like Yuta's really good. See, like, you have the goes. history of watching him, so like yeah. I'm going into that match going, okay, it's just a right. this is just a rando, and I'm not really paying attention to him. Like I, I, I saw. <laughs> He kept up with Sammy. He put on a good match, but Sammy naturally got the win. Yeah. Um, great hometown reaction by Sammy, too. He got a really good pop. And uh, he went with the GTH. It was, it was a good match. Yeah. And so. Sammy gave the the thumbs up. But yeah. again, I need more bridges. So bring back Yuta every freaking week, and I'm all for it. More of the him. bridges. So Kyle, like, uh, like, Kyle knows, like, it's very, very particular of who I get nuts about. And Darby Allen was one. Orange Cassidy was another one. So now I'm doing this to him again with Yuta. So I'm going to make Kyle watch more Yuta matches. So Yuta man, Tiff. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Matt also said you need to watch Yuta versus Lee Moratti. It's when he won the belt. Like, so good. So good. And I like this match with Trisha Dora. Okay, now we can move on. <laughs> okay, so Penelope Ford faced uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Uh, Yuka, okay, I don't think there's anything more cuter in the entire world than Yuka Sakazaki. You cannot point me in the direction of anything cuter than Yuka Sakazaki. Okay? She is adorable. And I'm glad we're getting more Penelope. Uh, Yuka with a huge win. I did not think Yuka was going to win this match. I, I know, like, she's a signed AW talent. They really love her, but I did not see her winning over Ford here. Yeah. Damn, but the crowd was so behind Yuka too, man. Like she got a very nice reaction. And I was like, okay, okay. Like I, I, I don't know how long Yuka is here for. I don't know if she's just here for a couple of weeks and going back. Um, I know like Japan's in, like in a state of emergency, but uh, yeah, Yuka, Yuka looked good too, man. Yuka looked very good in this match. Both girls and looked I phenomenal. Penelope Ford's makeup last night. Yeah. So nice. Um, then we got the, the whole rundown of the matches next week. So, like, next week we got the Texas Death Match. Uh, we got Orange Cassidy versus The Blade next week in one-on-one -on -one action. Jericho and Sean Spears. We got Britt Baker and Nyla Rose for the women's title next week, too. So, night two next week is going to be very, very, very exciting. I cannot wait for that. And then we had our main event, a uh, coffin match. A co uh, not a casket match, but a coffin match. Um, and they brought the coffin out there. Nice looking coffin. I thought it was it was good. They actually had the sentence that Darby has tattooed on himself on his chest, I believe, on the coffin, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, this was a really really good match. Like they went everywhere. They fought through the crowd. Um, they pretty much tore the ring upside down. And like they even had the one spot where Scorpio was in the casket, which I I thought it was gonna be Sting to be honest, because I seen them when they're carrying that casket out. You can tell if you just look closely to people carrying it that they're like they're stiff, oh, so yeah. you know it's heavy. <laughs> and uh, so Scorpio ended up being in it, and we didn't get no sting. I thought for sure. Oh no, we did get a sting. Sorry, we did get sting. sting. Sting came out and took out. Scorpio. Can't believe I forgot that. But we didn't went get into the into the crowd. But we didn't get any snow though. Which I know. Thank God. For there's now, there's none in the budget this week. I was actually for happy. Now. For now, there's no so, snow. but I like that. I like me personally. Like I said, I like when you go into the crowd. You're getting that crowd interaction because they're feeding off of us. We're feeding off of them. So I liked it that that we got that, and I loved when Darby jumped off and Ethan Page grabbed him. 
Oh, that was sick. Yeah, I was like, oh man, can you imagine the pictures that people have of that shot, like right there? Well, I mean, everyone's on their phones now when you go into the crowd. I mean, that's me. No, Brad. No. <laughs> to save no. the snow for the New York show. No. Yeah, they're going to have big machines in the rafters and it's going to pour down over the whole stadium. Right, Kyle, so, like, if that happens, I need to be sitting in the You need to bring, like, an umbrella. I'm going to get up and walk away, okay? Like, like you need seriously. You bring an umbrella and hold it up like this. No. No snow. <laughs> it's going to happen, Tiff. We don't even, no. know, if, we don't even know if Sting's going to be there. So, well, any, anyways. Not. Um, the end of this match is insane. So, like, Darby ended up winning. But then, like, he's like, nah, I'm not done yet. So he oh positions a coffin. Perfect ending. And I'm like, hey, where's he going? And he goes up to the top rope, and he literally... Darby, this is how much of a lunatic this guy is. He does a coffin drop onto a coffin and goes through it. And I'm like, imagine being Ethan Page in there and having to wait for the spot to happen. And, like, trying to brace yourself and get into a right position. Because that was no padded coffin, ladies and gentlemen. This was not one of those padded casket matches in WWE. This was legit a coffin. When you open up the inside, all you saw was wood. There was no padding at all. None. Zero. Uh-uh. Mm. So, I just... I don't know what I was looking at. I honestly don't know what I was looking at. I was like, what the fuck? He, he does a coffin drop and then, like, Ethan Page was, like, was, oh, I was just, ugh. That must have hurt so much. Darby Allen, why? Why? Love it. Would you do that? But crazy way to end Dynamite. Um, I was actually on the Bob Culture podcast earlier this week, and I was like, can you imagine if, like, Ethan wins and then, like, sets the casket on fire to Darby? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, that's something they probably would have done. They could have done something like that. That would have been cool. But this was an awesome ending. Awesome ending to Dynamite. Such a good episode. Cannot wait for Fighter Fest Night 2 next week, and we end off the month of July with Fight for the Fallen. Get on the road to All Out. All Out is going to be amazing. All Out is sold out officially, which is nuts. They need to start going to uh, the United Center because clearly they sell out that building every time. They sold out every All Out they've gone to. So why can they, like, literally, you can go to a bigger arena now. The, the, the height for AEW now is to a point where they can start going to these like NHL arenas. Yeah, but it's and can you do know, well. Even if they but even if they couldn't sell as symbolic. many tickets, Tiff. It's it's symbolic to them. No matter what. I know the it's now arena because used to be, be the Sears Center. Yeah. So it's, okay, it's, for the other pay per views and stuff then for Dynamites, they can start going. You guys can start going now. Always, they said that. They said that they, they were gonna continue their all out over there. So it's too symbolic not to do it there. Although I did enjoy like last night's Dynamite obviously wasn't a big uh stadium but for the arena they are in mm-hmm. I, I i liked it. it it looked like a full arena like it, it wasn't obviously like the three-tiered arenas but for what it was it was great the, the the crowd sounds great in those arenas too so i think i'm on the fa- like i'm on the either way kind of train like i'd like it either way but man it just shows you like how popular and how crazy aw is that they sold out all out in one freaking hour one hour they sold all out yeah. Oh, look at this. So Northeast Wrestling just dropped that Paul White's going to be at uh, Northeast Wrestling. Oh, like wrestling or just going to be there? I think it's just going to be there. I know that the, I've done Northeast Wrestling before. Uh, okay. So who's going to be there from AEW is Matt Hardy, Cody Rhodes, Darby Allen, Tay Conti, Private Party, Eddie Kingston, and Sammy Guevara. Wow. Yeah. Insane. You know who was, I was surprised didn't show up last night, but Tay might Conti. show up next week? Who? Mark Henry, because he's from Texas. I was like, Come out and do like a, unless, oh no, wait, unless he's going to be on darker elevation next week. Mm-hmm. Cause I did, I don't know. I, I didn't really look to see if, if 
Mark Henry came out at all. But if he didn't, I'm like, hey, why is he not like coming out to make like an appearance or something? You know what I mean? Like, do like an in-ring segment to hype up Rampage because he's going to be like a a coach scout kind of thing on Rampage. So, I mean, they had a Rampage commercial last night, which looked pretty dope. I, I had Rampage like that commercial was so good. Um, and speaking of Rampage, Tiff, speaking of Rampage, there's actually a little bit of an update on Rampage today. Uh, Britt Baker was on Busted Open Radio. And she mentioned, uh, said that the women's division is very excited for the debut of Rampage. More matches and stories will definitely be happening on national TV because of Rampage. So everyone wanting the women's stories and more matches, it's coming. Rampage is around the corner. We're going to start getting them. Actually, it's like literally two weeks after Fight for the Fallen that it debuts. So um, it's it's literally around the corner. So there you go. Oh, your birthday birthday. is on the Saturday? 14th. Yeah, 14. So it literally is on the day that Kenny Omega and Andrade faced each other for yeah. the Triple Eight belt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I am excited. Great episode of Dynamite last night, folks. Can't wait for next week's Fighter Fest night. Duh. Um, yeah. But other than that, a uh, little bit of an update on the network, guys. Uh, again, if you want to support us on No Holds Barred Network, myself and Tiff, we run this wrestling network. We have a Patreon page patreon.com slash no holds bar network you can sign up as little as one dollar a month where we do cool things like the free for all show where actually we're recording one right after this podcast i finally got my crate in we're doing the hawaiian snacks episode of free for all myself and tiff are going to sit on here we're going to try out some hawaiian snacks and uh for your enjoyment show our reactions to these snacks so uh, that'll be happening on the Patreon page. Again, patreon.com slash noholdsbarnetwork. Settle those $1 a month. Supports the network and gets you cool, hey, exclusive Leroy content. Hey, like Leroy. How are you? Hello, Leroy. Leroy Wilson. Yes. yes. As Nasty Leroy. Okay, Nasty Leroy. Hello. Yes. You nasty. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to see you next weekend in AC. But, uh, yeah, so there's that. Um Tiffany just did her 100th episode of the Under the Ropes series where she interviews indie talent. She brought back Anthony Gangone, who is the number, the first episode of Under the Ropes. Um, so go check that out. It's live on the channel now. Um, if you guys are re-watching this video, thank you very much. If you're watching live, thank you very much. If you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Two things that are completely free for you guys to do and supports us in, in the chartable side of things. Um, you guys, you're on audio listeners. Thank you so much for downloading the episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you're on Apple Podcasts, do us a big favor and give us a five-star rating. You guys can find all our audio platforms by searching up the No Holds Bar Network on your audio platform and finding this podcast and all the other wonderful podcasts. Um, we do really appreciate everyone that has done that so far. And, uh, yeah, just a big thank you to everyone. Shout-outs to Darren of This Wolf, who does our official theme song, which is Dead to Me. You hear that in the intro, and you see the video at the beginning and the end. Uh, Shout-out to my buddy Anthony DiStefano, Game of Ant on Twitch, who did the Manscaped commercial. And we love all you guys out there that come and support us, that watch the show live, watch it back. Thank you so much for the support, guys. When you're sharing your tw- our tweets and everything, it's what you guys your guys' support is what keeps me, myself and Tiff going here in the All Elite Podcast. And again, we're going to be in New York for AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. If you're there, hit us up. Let's meet and greet. Let's chat wrestling in, in person. Let's have a drink. Let's yeah. eat some food. Let's just have fun. We're friendly people. We don't bite. I don't know. I might bite. Okay, Tiff might bite. So we'll, we'll <laughs> just stay. Just to stand back from Tiff. You know, keep the COVID distance away from Tiff. She won't. She won't bite you. Um, all right, now guys, it's going to wrap it up for this episode of the
the all tiff's laughing the all elite podcast right here on the no holds bar network we are your source for all wrestling podcast content and more i am your host as always the self-proclaimed greatest host the canadian prince my name is kyle masters and i'm always joined by my co-host she's the evp giggles the heartbreak chick the queen of the indies the lady of the light tubes herself that's tiffany <clears throat> oh my god <laughs> i had like a a weird frog in my throat there hang on <laughs> okay i'm good you good? I think so. Say, say goodbye, Kyle. I, I, I'm trying to say goodbye. I'm trying to get the because uh, my soundboard is not working today. I'm trying to get the the Kenny Omega thing up here, mm-hmm. um, and I found it right here. So uh, as always, Good. folks, we're gonna let our fantastic friend Kenny Omega sign us off here, and we will see you guys next week right back here for the next episode of the All Elite Podcast. Kenny Omega, take it away, my friend. Bye. And good night. Goodbye.